there and welcome back to another episode of the Wrist Cheese Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Brodinky. With me, as always, is my good friend, Mr. Schmidt, in the home for horological hot takes, taboo topics, and often unpopular watch opinion. Schmitty, this is episode 84, my friend, closing in on that century mark, little by little. <laughs> I know, it's hard to believe it, man. It's very hard 84. to believe. 84. 84. Amazing. Crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Feels like yesterday we were just starting this thing up. And uh I know, I know. Isn't that weird? Yeah, you know, once in a while I'll I'll be driving in the car or something, you know, the rare occasion I have a moment to myself where it's quiet. And I'll uh I'll sort of just like kind of like take a trip back and I'm like, damn, we've had a lot of episodes and a lot of conversations with people on the show, and it's just been uh I don't want to. I don't want to say strange. It's it's not strange. It's just been interesting. I guess I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. It's been it's been a fun ride to say the least. I think it's been very cool. I haven't regret a single second of it. Um, but it's it's amazing to think about how far we really have come and and how far we will continue to go, uh, which is very exciting. Yeah, I like to think so. And I also I I I'll be honest. I really think this is sort of what's keeping my attention nowadays because I've, I've sort of said my piece about my my gripes with what's going on as far as just like, I don't know, man. It's just like the doldrums. It's just yep. It's just boring out there. I, I'm not sure what it is. And I guess you make your own fun at the end of the day, which is fine. And like, that's kind of what this is. But, um, you know, I guess it's cool. I've been able to focus on a lot of other things. There's There's not a whole lot going on and, you know, like I said, aside from the very heavily uh, heavy advertisement landscape out there currently, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't really know what else to do. So I'm kind of waiting in the weeds, see what comes out. Nothing's really coming out. Little things here and there, I guess. But, um, you know, this is sort of just keeping me uh, focused and uh, attached, I guess, right now. Yeah, it's weird. It's kind of weird. But um yeah, other than that, I mean, how how you been? I've been good, man. Uh, the weekend was uh, was good. Uh, had some, a little bit of extra time with the family. Um, taking a later trip this week, so get an extra day here at the household before I gotta hit the road again. But uh, it's been good, man. No complaints on my end. How about you? Um, yeah, I guess it's been a fine week. Uh, had a bunch of events going on at work and stuff, so I've been kind of working odd days here and there like one on one off randomly trying to get my days off where i can sort of mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean mostly kicking ass and taking names so that's cool i uh, got my son's birthday coming up this week so that'll be fun happy you know, birthday little man yeah i'm just feeling older by the day is really more what it is <laughs> i know man it's uh <laughs> It's funny. It's like every so every so often I get like those iPhone like let's take a look back at memories, Ugh, the worst pictures, and it's like, <laughs> oh my god, this is my kid, you know, over two years ago, and this like completely different person, you know. Yeah, it blows very, my mind. Blows very my scary mind. with those that regard, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, other than that, I'm just looking forward to the warm weather finally getting here. It's been a very cold spring thus far, at least yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, been it's uh, been really rainy for us too. Like it's been yeah, a lot. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to the kitties getting out of school. Uh, more so, uh, my wife getting out of school because she she's a teacher. So 
Yes. Then I don't have to worry every single day about who's going to watch my kids and where I have to bring them <laughs> and all that other stuff. So it's like a giant weight off my own shoulders. So selfishly, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no question about that. Any little bit of extra help knows. Especially it's just for, one for all less of our thing. listeners out there that are that are parents. Yeah. Uh, you guys know it's like an extra five minutes, an extra you know 30 minute window to have somebody pick up your kid like all of those things make all the difference in the world. It's uh, it's pretty imp- it's pretty important and, and and certainly very very good that that that's going to finally be happening. As Forrest Gump says, one less thing. One less thing. All right, so we'll jump into it here. Um, we got some new stuff, and then we're going to hit a topic uh, that's pretty common these days, but maybe from yeah. a different, a little bit of a different angle, as we like to do here, because that's what we do. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to start off with something very different, and this is a TSO. I'm sure everybody's seen it by now, but this is the TSO, and we're kind of uh, up in the air about the pronunciation of this because phonetically spelt, it looks like ciderol, siderol. You have a you said the the method I think of it's time sidereal. telling is sidereal, which has to do with star timing. I, I mean, that was what I was always told. Uh, let me just do a quick. I mean, I've seen Google search an old ad that has an accent on the e, so maybe it's like Sidoral. I don't. I don't really. I have no clue. Um, but anyways, tomato, tomato. Yeah, <laughs> this is a cool watch. Certainly funky. Certainly neat. Definitely out there. Uh, definitely had to look up what exactly is going on in the style. Apparently, it's a uh, a form of regatta timer. Which, as you mentioned, regattas and things of the, that nature are usually timed in ten minute intervals. Correct? Yes, that's correct. At least, at least the older boats. Okay. Now, the, now modern day regatta like America's Cup, things like that. These boats are capable of traveling such incredibly fast speeds that now, you know, a countdown timing position for one of these regatta boats is like two minutes versus ten. Because it doesn't take the boats 10 minutes to reach the starting line kind of thing. You know what I mean? So um, they're just lighter. They're faster. They're, they you know, they cut above the water instead of sailing through the water. So there's less drag. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, very interesting. So I don't know for what reason, but when I did look up Sidereal, uh, it comes out in my Spanish uh, breakdown for definition. I don't know if my computer's changing things based on my VPN or whatever, but it says... <laughs> De las estrellas or los astros, which basically means of the stars yeah. or like planets kind yeah. of thing. The cosmos. Yeah. It's or um o Orasolan. I mean, I would think there's some sort of a, a Latin connection here, to the... say the least. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's the idea of like you know, original sailors used to use the stars to time stuff, and then maybe that has a connection to regatta timing. But it seems a little, a little esoteric, a little disjointed. Anyway, I it think might, the it might just be a, so. Yeah, it might it might just be a, a name that is sort of like a, a a pass down from the old days, something paying homage to the old days where they used to use as a somebody I know who used to use a a sextant, which yeah. is a funny name, but is is a a way to measure distance and time based on the heavenly bodies, as they put it. But, um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, using angles and things like that, when people were just much smarter than we are nowadays, (laughs) they could figure things out. (laughs) 
Yeah. But uh, it's a cool looking watch. You know, they, they've they got sort of a few different colors. You've got a, yeah. a red, yellow, and blue situation going on. A forged carbon case on a watch under a thousand bucks, though. Yeah, that's kind of the big one for me. <sighs> so, like, and Powermatic 80, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Cool. I was going to say, so not only is this like an impressive movement, you know, it's under a thousand dollars. There's three distinctive colorways red, as you mentioned, yellow, and blue. Um, the strap is so cool. It's uh, it, if you if you're familiar with vintage watches, it has kind of this perforated style that's that's uh, you know, very prominent on rally watches, but more specifically, the original type of watches that came like this in the 70s were sold on a material called Corfram, uh, and basically, or Corfam, and basically, it was a type of synthetic leather at type material. That uh, you know was used a lot on dive watches, was used a lot on these kind of like rally pieces, and it was a way to have kind of like this new edgy material. It didn't last very well long term, but uh, it was certainly a cool innovative material. But I think now this is a a full synthetic like a rubber, um, but it looks sick. Yeah, it does. And I don't know. Have you seen the loom on this? I haven't. Oh, dude, you got to check it out. This thing glows like a torch. It, it looks like the the fairs that we were talking about a couple weeks ago, with all the different color looms and different really? patterns and circles. Yeah, it's really really good. Oh, Definitely man. check it out if you got a second. I need to find a loom shot of this because I I mean I already love this watch. <laughs> like I saw it when it dropped and I was like, yep, <laughs> that is right up my alley. Let me uh, let me go right in on that. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's a refreshing release. I mean, you get something cool. It's a cushion case. Definitely something different. Again, uh, complication. Who uses them anyway? What's the difference? But I just know, think it's cool. Regardless people, of like how you, know, you use it. I'm just saying certain people would be like, oh, well, it's a regatta timer. It's like, well, honestly, what are you using your everyday complications for anyway? Right? Yeah, exactly. So how how many people that wear yacht masters are actually using it to time sailing races? Exactly. So <laughs> I'm just gonna call it like it is, right? But in this case, I think it contributes nicely to the dial layout and it gives the watch some personality. So I'm cool with it. I think it's a really neat release. Something definitely different, something cool, something a little and more unexpected. fun and hip. Totally unexpected. And I think it's home run for a summer watch. I mean, given its color palette, given the, yeah, the bright and yeah. playfulness. And again, it's a, it's a 300 meter water resistance watch. Yeah, that's crazy to me. 300 meters, Powermatic 80, forged carbon case. Like right there, this watch should be like two or $3,000. So it seems like it's built like a tank, which is cool. I'm with it. I think they did a great job. Good job, Tisa. Nobody else is going to tell you that. I'll tell you that. All right. Next up, we have a new dial color. <laughs> No, the uh, the IWC Mark 20 gets a white dial in celebration of the 75th anniversary of the Mark series. Ooh. Yeah, so that's interesting. Yay. I mean, I, I like the way the watch looks. I like um, sort of, I think the white dial on a pilot watch is kind of a neat gimmick. Um, sort of in the same way that the Polar Explorer is uh, a neat gimmick in white. I think they look good. I think it's very clean looking. But um, yeah, I mean, kind of just your standard deal pilot watch. It's in white though. 
Although, you know, and what fun, size again was this one? This one is 40, I believe. Okay. Nice and slim. I think it's like 10 millimeters. But uh, it, finally, a uh, an in-house movement, in case you were wondering. <laughs> so nice. that's nice. Nice, nice, nice. Revolutionary. I like it. Okay. Yeah. All right. And in, uh, it's standard IWC fashion. Comes in around 5700 to $6,000. But... Uh, but I like it. It's neat. If I was going to buy an IWC, I'd consider it. Yeah. I mean, again, this, this one doesn't really do a whole lot for me personally. Um, but I can see why people would like it. I think a lot of people really do appreciate this watch collection. Um, I think uh, <clears throat> the guy I follow, uh, You're Terrific on YouTube. Yes. I think he did like a post on Instagram. was like, well... It's like they made the watch finally for me, so I guess I have to buy it now. And I was like, okay. So people like it. I think it's out there. You know, again, not for not for me personally, but uh, you know, what are you gonna do? Actually, it's funny you mentioned him because he and I actually had a quick uh, message exchange about the next watch, which is the Nomos Tangente Neomatic Forty One Update for Vempe. And I'll use the V sound because uh, if you if you've seen uh, uncut gems, he he tells the guy to go hawk the watch over at Vempe. <laughs> <laughs> you really love that movie. It's man. such a good movie, and you know what? It's <laughs> it's Sandler. He's a local guy. It's in it's in uh you know, it's it's just it's very uh up my alley. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I all the people that. like you you've known your entire life. In one film, yeah, a lot of people. It's got it's got some sports, it's got some betting, it's got some watches, it's got everything. It's 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 what I'm about. So it's, bro, um, it's Brodinky bottled and approved, yes. So, but uh, but this is just a, a, a the Neomatic layout with the very cool ring date. In case you want a ring date complication without having to buy a sky dweller. Mm. <laughs> But just a very cool, clean design, and uh, this time it comes in sort of a grayish blue color, and just very clean, very neat. I like what Nomos brings to the table. I like their legibility, their clean look. It's it's very much up my alley in the, as much as uh, Uncut Gems is. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a beautiful watch. There's no question about it. Um, me personally, I really, really, really love the colorway. It's like this icy blue color. It kind of is is very similar to that uh, that uh, that that Rolex kind of like platinum blue, like the ice blue they call it, especially with like the dark blue accents. Yeah. Um, I don't think you get as much dimensionality with this style as you would from something like that, but there's also a significant price difference. Regardless, the update uh, is a is a very cool watch. I love how you have two indications that kind of frame either side of the date itself. Uh, it's nice that this is made kind of as a special thing for for Vempe as a retailer, um, and I like the watch. My only gripe is I do not like the size. This is a forty-one millimeter, and as I've said many times before, when you go Nomos, you gotta go small because these watches are all dial and they will engulf your wrist, really and truly. Yeah, there's not much bezel on this baby at all. No, it's literally it. This, <laughs> you know what this bezel type bezel style reminds me of, like those infinity pools, right? Where it's just literally oh, it like right to just the like, edge, just right to the edge. Like there's there's no 
visible or discernible difference between where the bezel starts or ends. It's just like there. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's a way to maybe it's a way to classify these bezels, infinity edge bezels or something like that. They hmm. just go right to the edge of the case. I'm with it. I mean, I don't know. I, again, overall though, I love the watch. It's just it's hard to wear these these longer and, and you know what it's not so much the case diameter it's the lugs the lugs protrude out so far on these nomos yeah. watches and you can see they try to com uh, combat yeah, that they with the turn it slope. down so yep. far but it still doesn't do it man it still doesn't do it every time i've seen or i personally tried on these bigger nomoses nomai nomos nomuses Anyway, anytime maybe I try, like, maybe to... it's like moose. It's just nomos is nomos. <laughs> it's just yeah, exactly. Um, but anytime I try to to try on these larger nomos watches, it's very difficult. I don't know who they use to model their watches on on social media because there's no way a lady is rocking a Tangente Forty One. It's just not happening. They're huge. Okay, well, one ice style to another. Uh, how about the Norcane Freedom 60 chronograph, 40 millimeter in ice blue? It's a limited edition. Yeah, um, I, I like this watch a lot. I do. I, I was, I have been yet to find a Norcane that I really jive with, and I think this may be the one. Yeah, it's, I think the size proportions are great. I love the color. I think it's fun. Again, everyone's trying to capitalize a little bit on that kind of colorway train, which I totally get. Nothing against that. I totally understand it. Um, I think the watch is very handsome, personally. I think it's a very summery watch. I wish this had come out before we did our summer watch episode because uh, this would have been a perfect uh, addition to that. Um, but I like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, and I think it's a great way if you like that brightling look that they came out with last year, right? Where they had the pastel colors with the black yes, subdials. Yes. Great way to get into that look for much less than those brightlings go for. Yeah. And also probably in a little bit of a better size in 40 year. Yes. And it's still a panda, like so it's like super legible. Yeah, you know? it's got it's got a you know nice bracelet. I, I've heard really good things about them. I'm yet to really go truly hands on with these, but I think this is a color that really resonates in this package with the markers yeah. and the subdials and and the the black minute track around the outside and everything. So I, I really think this is a a home run for them. And like I yeah. said, I, I've been sort of I've seen ones that I've liked, and, but nothing that's really struck me. I think this one is a winner. Well, and this is a nice update too, because last year, if I'm not mistaken, and and Catlin, if you're listening to this, and and you're obviously with Norcane, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe last year, towards the end of the year, we got the first Freedom 60 Chronos in the 40 millimeter size, because previously they had always been 42. Mm. Now, I've always, when I first heard about Norcane, I loved the look of those watches. When I tried on the 42 millimeter version, however, it was just a little bit too big. It was a little too thick, a little bit too wide, um, and the lug proportions were a little bit too finicky for my personal wrist. So when they announced basically like a dark 
blue dial with silver subdials last year and kind of like an anthracite gray with also uh, the silvery subdials. This seems like the next logical evolution of that. Um, but I love the fact that it's way more fun. And I think that that's kind of what brands do now. They they play it safe. They introduce you know a black and a gray and a blue, maybe like that. And then they go in for something truly funky, uh, which I think this is right up that alley. I think it looks really good, especially in the Black Panda look. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm very with it. Um, it's good, man. Yeah, I, I think this was a good. And this this was something that when when Breitling did it, you know, is it the first one? Are they the first people to ever do it? No, no. But when they did of course it, not. With the fun colors, I was very much on board. And I'm glad that other people are picking up on that because they really hit it on the head with that. Yeah. But again, we've sort of just seen them fizzle out after all that momentum they built and yeah, somebody's got to capitalize on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you think about it too, Norcan's using a lot of kinesis movements. So does Breitling. Yep. Um, it's kind of interesting that uh, that this is kind of the, the design result of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Last up, a head scratcher, to say the least. We've got another mission to Moonshine Gold. Oh God, I was really hoping you would forget. <laughs> I was this really one, hoping you would forget. So this one, if you weren't already um, sort of per perplexed by the Moonshine Gold situation here, uh, it has a Moonshine Gold hand with a white floral pattern. I don't know if it's etched on it or what but engraved or something i don't know what what are they doing what's going on here you know i i've run out of excuses for them so this is apparently i think the month of may has what's known as the flower moon in it and that was the impetus behind this release i mean but like I, but just I, why just I, why i know just why um you know i don't know i really don't know it's hard for me to disparage the brand because i i love you know, Swatch. I love Omega so much. You guys know where where my my uh, my loyalties lie. But man, okay. Once I understand it, completely get it. Twice, okay. You know what? You know this was a this was a little bit of a good thing. Why not try to capitalize on it again? Three times. Ah, we're still keeping the hype. So why don't keep it going? Four or five times now. Okay, it's like what are we doing? And now, granted, each one is different, but some of them have been pretty lazy. I mean, it's like, oh, to we put a least. two on the end of the second hand. I'm like, can anybody even see it? And then this one's like, we put a Hawaiian shirt on the second hand. I'm like, why? Jimmy Buffett's down with it. You know, I get it. And and I guess look, the ultimate person here that remains unaffected by this is the Swatch Group. Like, let's be honest, they're laughing all the way to the bank. You watch any one of those social media posts when they launch these moonshine golds, anywhere, anywhere at all, lines wrapped around the buildings, people excited to get one just to have the opportunity to buy something. So, I mean, I get it. Uh, it, the hype is certainly still there. I just think if you're really going to push this and make it a continual thing, it's got to be much more exciting than this. Yeah. 
It has to be. To say the least. I mean, give us an actual moonshine gold colored inspired case. Do something different. My God. If you're going to make a capsule collection within an already capsule collection type thing, why don't you give us something a little bit more special than just a secondhand? I mean, do do a translucent gold case with a black panda dial. I mean, like, that would be cool. That would be worthy of the name, you know? It would be fun. But just changing the secondhand out every two months is 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 really silly. And uh, and I think it's uh, I think people are going to start getting really tired of it. Winning comment I saw on the post. How is the mission to online ordering going? <laughs> oh my god! Ouch. Now I will say this. I will say this. Um, you know, unfortunately for people that don't live next to a Swatch store, sorry. Um. These watches are readily available. I keep seeing everywhere in the comments that they're not available for some reason. That's not true. They're literally available at any Swatch Boutique retailer that has always carried them since the beginning. So if you're out there just kind of like, oh, yeah, they're so hard to get. Yeah, they're still kind of hard to get, but you can go and get them. Like if you happen to be in a city where Swatch is located, stop by the store. Usually around midday, that's when things typically will get delivered from different types of trucks and UPS and things like that. Just think about when you get packages at your home. Is it usually first thing in the morning? Typically not, right? Typically it's like, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. Why don't you go try then and see if you can find something? But they just keep spreading rumors out here and like, oh, these watches aren't available. It's not, that's not entirely true. Poppycock. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, again, I get it. the moonshine golds like those are not available because they're literally like one day events and they blow them all out and then they're done. Okay, I get it. But everything else, suffice to say, maybe the Neptune is readily available everywhere. You just got to be right place, right time. Just go try. Not trying is not going to get you the watch, and they're not going to sell them online. Just get over it. Sorry. Not sorry. Although they did say they were going to sell them online. I, I Again, I completely agree with you. They did say it. And they realized, oh, crap, we can't keep up. We have stores to fulfill orders to. If we put them all online, we'll be sold out every single second of the year. So, I mean, I understand it. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. Yes, sir. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> given oh my God, the Magnum PI secondhand is I I can't get over that's, it. That's yeah. I mean the Hawaiian shirt secondhand. That's you know <laughs> our, our buddy Matt McD is hyped for it. He's all about the Hawaiian shirt. I was just like, man. And then they come up with like, like what the hell is a flower moon? Can you can can we get a Sailor Moon version? Like, I want I'll a down harvest, for that. harvest Moon. If anybody's a old SNES uh, Super Nintendo kind of guy. <laughs> Harvest Moon, <laughs> hilarious game where you just farm things. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's the point? There is no point. Just keep farming. Yeah. Well, it's no, like, oh, then you so get a dog. De- we're, That's we're uh, we're, it's like, oh, we're in den- indentured uh, servitude. We're we're slave labor. Yes, just keep farming. 
Well, okay. is it that's basically what those uh Facebook games turned out to be. Yeah, exactly. Was it uh Animal Farm or or uh not, Farmville, bro? Farmville. Farmville, Farmville. Animal I had a Farmville. friend. <laughs> Animal Farm I, is a book. <laughs> I had a friend who was involved with a lady. I mean, keep in mind this was we were I don't know, 22. And he's like, "Yeah, she's got me playing Farmville." And I'm like, "Oh god." He's like I gotta farm my grapes. Hold on, and, then, and he's, he like sends me an invite. I'm like, no, nope, not gonna happen. <laughs> and that was and that was the thing. It was literally like the Ponzi schemes of video games. It was the more <laughs> people like you invite, you the more playing. coins you get, the more lives, right? <laughs> yeah, and then you like had to start like hitting up your friends, and then you start doing the the Facebook poke feature where you're like, hey, poking you, can can you play farm? <laughs> yeah, the the multi level marketing. Oh my god. Just... Of uh, dumb online games. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. Not cool at all. All right. Well, seeing as this is the the time of year of the flower moon, that means, as we previously <sighs> mentioned, school's coming to an end. Ah, yes. And when that happens, we get a bunch of articles about how, you know, a Rolex Explorer is the ultimate graduation watch. <laughs> Ah uh, yes, fair Wait, enough. You can't get one. Fair enough, I suppose. Although, dude, how cool is that? I told you the other day that uh, I was at work and this elderly gentleman that I uh, talked to a lot. Yeah, dude. I looked down, and uh, first of all, he's in a wheelchair, so I have a good view. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of small. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, looks like a sturdy bracelet it's got there. I'm like, let me just mm-hmm. uh, let me do a little. You know, I'm talking to him, peeking over, peeking over. I'm like, oh, it's a ten sixteen. Well, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and what's funny is like that would be kind of the watch like you asked him he's like yeah he's like i've been wearing this for 70 years dude like, it was beat man i think it, i think he did i'm dying to know like i'll ask him about it one day we're pretty cool but you know it was i was i, I, mean, I, was I, w- I would shocked. legit ask him because he he probably doesn't even know what it is and he probably doesn't even know how rare or how special that watch is it's just probably something he bought at the army exchange like in 1965 you and know then, what i mean like it just and then just wore it forever and then six <laughs> degrees of set of uh kevin bacon his brother yeah. was my math teacher that's weird yeah like completely weird he found out where i was from he's like oh my brother used to teach there i was like what's his name oh yep eighth grade math teacher so that's cool <laughs> oh my gosh strangest strangest world like butterfly effect if yeah. a butterfly flaps its wings, does it generate a tsunami in Tokyo? Yes. Yes, it does. That's what happens. So regardless, this is this is not an episode on $6,000 graduation watches because who the hell has $6,000 to throw uh, away on a graduate wait, these you days don't? anyway? You don't. And um, also, you know, I live in the real world where <laughs> money doesn't grow on trees and college kids are irresponsible and yep you know having been one and having two future ones in the very distant future um you know i gave it some thought and i was like what what what's a realistic watch that i would give to a graduate these days if i knew somebody who's graduating college or sorry high school i would say it was going to college or i guess even graduating college going into a job you're still pretty young Still mm-hmm. more or less the same mind frame. I, I just remember being there and I'm like, I would not give that me 
an expensive watch. And I'm a pretty conscientious person and I'm pretty responsible. I still would not give that me an expensive watch. So in thinking about it and in thinking about if I was going to be gifting somebody a watch, which I, I actually am, I have a, a, a colleague whose birthday is coming up and um, I decided it's time, you know, every once in a while I'll do that, get, get a normie, a decent watch, not a, you know, nothing crazy, but a decent watch just to, so so what did you get him? Well, I I have it on my list here. So Ah, okay. I'm, I'm using right. I'm segueing. I'm segueing. <laughs> of like everyone's waiting with bated breath. <laughs> well. So also happens to be so it's a it's a coworker and again, I I've only been at, I've only been at this new job a few months now. But um but he's a younger dude, right actually right around that uh right around that age range. I think he's like 23ish. But okay. yeah. um you know he's a pretty cool guy, so he's he's pretty hip. He wears you know he wears wears some pastels and stuff. You know I know I know he goes out in Brooklyn, so I know he's doing you know he's gonna have a use for at least a, a decent piece of jewelry, right? Yeah. Um. So I went I went poking around to find a good deal, and uh, you know I think probably everybody you know if if I pose this question to everybody this this topic, I feel like. Majority of the watches you're gonna get probably Timex Q, probably, um, you know something in the Seiko range somewhere. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know maybe somebody somebody might say Moon Swatch. Somebody might say, um, you know, there's a bunch Casios and things like that. I I will give you the other alternative, and that that's what it is. I I got him a a quartz t uh prx oh cool yeah and so you know it's i think it's easy to go blue black etc but again did you go green i did but not not green mint the minty one yeah yeah because like i said he wears pastels he's kind of a cool dude he goes out in brooklyn right i'm sure he wears plenty of like uh if I had to guess, because you you know you have to wear a uniform at my job, so if I had to guess, he's probably wearing something something hypey, right? At least a pair yeah. of like uh, yeah. colorful dunks or something. So I was like, all right, I know this is very on trend for watch people, but for non watch people, I feel like this would be a cool color to go with. And if you didn't, I don't know if you ever taken a look at it. It's got like a brush style. Yeah, it is actually very sick, and it's thirty five millimeters, I think, if I'm not mistaken, right? I can't remember if it's 35 or 40, but either way, it, it, it'll fit them either way, like whether it's small or big. I want to say it's a. No, wait, I'm thinking of the light blue. The light blue comes in 35. Yeah, I will say it's a 40. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, uh, but yeah, it gives you it gives you that that integrated sports watch look that everybody's chasing. And and even if you're not a necessarily a watch person, right, you've seen watches like this on people. Yeah. And you say, oh, those are nice watches. So uh, if you've ever seen the PRX, the, the bracelet, it catches a lot of light. It's it's a fan favorite for a reason. It does a lot of things correctly. Um, you know, the, the course movement keeps the price down, which is nice. Yeah. Um, it also, I think, is beneficial probably to somebody who is more of a normie than a watch person because, you know, automatic movements, not that they're tricky, not that they're really that complex, but when you're first figuring them out, like, 
Yeah. How annoying is it when you're 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 in the wrong twelve hours and your your date changes at midday? <laughs> yeah. How, how annoying is that? Like, and you're yeah, like, ah, yeah. crap. And here you go. I got to reset it. Right. I got to make sure this thing is wound. I got to make you know. It, <laughs> it's not that it's annoying. It's just something else to get accustomed to. And so, um, yeah, I like that it was a quartz for this for this um, purpose. And so, uh, his birthday is the tenth. So I'm gonna. Ooh, it's so it's like right like right around the corner. Yep. So can Does he on? listen to the podcast? Uh, no, he has no idea about this. Okay. I, right. I don't divulge my uh my <laughs> secret nerd ass life to people. <laughs> it's like hi. I'm so and so. I also go by the Instagram handle Bro Dinky. I have thirty four thousand followers. So. <laughs> like, I'm a gigantic nerd. <laughs> Oh really? Oh, you're in a watch? What? What? You have like a, a really nice collection? You have, no, you have I'm just 40 diesels. I'm a meme meme guy. That's that's uh, what I do. Yes. So you must know about Invicta. Actually, with kids, that's like a clout move, though. Meme guy, they're like, yeah, oh, bro. He's the meme. That's like guy. what they all aspire to be nowadays. Is like YouTuber. Or I meme know. Guy. But that's also like incredibly sad. Yeah. Yes, it is. The horrible state of our youth. <laughs> yeah i mean that that's a conversation for another time but uh but certainly yeah uh but yeah that was that was a pick and i i i think it's a pretty vanilla pick i have a couple of vanilla picks which is very off color for me um but i also think it's a it's an interesting category because you don't want to go too far off the path because even a normie Want something that's sort of ubiquitous and sort of universally accepted, and also something familiar. So, with that respect, I thought something like a PRX and and maybe one or two of my other picks are in line with that, and I I yeah. thought that was a good idea. Yeah. So, yeah, this is my pick, and it's also a a, a personal tie-in. But um, no, I think it's solid. I think it's solid, and I, I think everybody else is probably like, "Duh, PRX, okay," but. I mean, but it, you know, it is, but I think it's a little bit different because you went with the mint dial. It's super safe to go black dial. It's super safe to go blue dial, white dial, but gold bezel. Like those are very conservative things. But why this watch is unique is specifically because of the color choice that you did that you picked out for this person because you know them. It would have been cool if the mint came with the waffle dial. It it would be yeah. But you know, quartz a little lower price point. Got to keep things down a little bit. So right. you gotta you gotta cut a little bit of corners somewhere. Correct. And again, right? Like the 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 younger guy that I was, I know I would I would beat it up. I I probably wouldn't lose it, but young people might lose it, might yeah. misplace it at least. So at least even if that happens, I won't be like, oh my god. What did you do? You know, I'll be like, ah, that sucks, but yeah, you know, it was what are you a gift, do, right? <laughs> I think it's a solid pick, man. It's very well thought out. I I like the color choice. And again, like if you were doing this for somebody else, you don't have to go mint dial, right? There's a plenty other dial colors that the that the PRX comes in these days. Tiso is really capitalizing on those, you know. Understandably, but understandably so. It honestly has one of the best bracelets ever designed on a watch, especially price point or otherwise. It looks really handsome, and it's a good-looking watch. 
So as soon as I have the opportunity to buy one, I'll just probably buy one because I think they're also very cool. And I at this point, man, I don't know personally if I would just stick with quartz because that's kind of how the original one was, you know? Yeah. It's like everyone needs a quartz in their in their in their watch collection these days. All right, my friend, you are up. Okay. So um, this also might be a little basic, but it's not something that I think I have talked about, at least not any time recently, which is always a challenge, right? Because we cover a lot of different things. And typically what we try to do is we always try to come up with a little bit different you know, pieces in different price categories. Yes. That way everyone has options for things. Um, this watch for me is always one that I've loved. I've never owned it, but I have gifted it to people before. Um, now there was an older generation version that everyone really loved. This has since been adopted by a different collection. Uh, but this is the Seiko Presage cocktail time. I'm glad I didn't um, pick this. Uh, you know, I thought about it. I know, and you, you know, did. and you know, I looked at it for, for my friend, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. This, this watch has always been, um, honestly, a watch that punches so much further above its weight if you're really looking to get somebody in the watches or you're giving them a gift, whether it's a graduation or whatever it might be, and that's really kind of the focus, right? Grad watches, but stuff that's realistic. This watch, this watch makes people feel like a million bucks. And I think this is one of those watches that it has such a high level of refinement to it, especially given the price point that it makes people really truly appreciate the artistry of watchmaking. And I think that, you know, this is one of those watches that like you can see it a million times over on a computer screen, but it isn't until you see it in person and you see the radiance of the dial. You you look at the exhibition case back where the movement is, you see the polishing on the markers and, and, and on the hands and you really get it. I think this is a gateway watch for, for, for a lot of different reasons. Now, for most people, they don't default here because it is a dress watch, not like a diver or something else like that. But I think if you were willing to spend, you know, five, six hundred bucks on somebody, get them something really, really nice. Um, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a, a different option than than the than the Presage cocktail time. And now you have so many different colorways. All right, that's what I was going to say. I mean, there's you could probably literally get them a version of this in the school colors that they graduated from, you know? But if not, always go with the with the OG Ice Blue Dial because, oh, it does things. Yeah, now you can even get them with uh, power reserves or um, different yeah, dates. Bracelets and now, like too. Yeah. And so uh, many different and, options. Yeah, and, and different dials, too. They have some with matte dials, some with just some extra textured dials that are not the traditional um, layout, but you know, it, it part of the thought process behind this is you want something that is dressy enough to wear out, which this definitely mm -hmm. is. But I also think as dressy as this is, I think the fact that it's a Seiko and the fact that, you know, it, it's not really that small, and it works on other straps. I think you can dress this down to the point 100%. where you can get away with this wearing a hoodie and jeans. You'll be cool. 
Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, if you're going out, you can, you know, throw some nice leather strap on it and really go for it. But I think it gives you some, some versatility. You know, I, I try to stay away from watches that were too dressy in my opinion, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. maybe too sporty. Like I, I really didn't want a digital. I really, um, you know, I, you're looking for, I don't want to say clout, but as, as a young man, right. You're, you, you want a little bit of recognition of, of your tastes, I would say, right? You yeah, want- and and I and I think too that you you want something that when you look at it, you can feel proud about it. Yeah, right. And, and not and that you can't room- do that with a digi, but at the same time, you know, uh, it doesn't make me feel any more confident, right? Wearing correct the Dwight Schrute Casio, trying to approach <laughs> young lady. Now, if I got a, a yeah. some super cool timepiece on, I feel a little bit better about myself. Maybe that's my own insecurities. Fine, whatever. But you know, these things are kind of extensions of ourselves and that's, that's what you do. So any, you know, fake it till you make it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's a can't miss pick. It's, it's super good. And if you, and if you were able to get your hands on something like the star bar, I mean, they, they just have so many good variations on this watch. Yeah. My, my buddy got the, um, he has both the old fashioned and then the Manhattan versions. And both of those are just amazing. Very nice. And I think the old fashioned is actually a smaller case because it's a uh, slightly different than the than the yeah some of them Manhattan. are some of them are a little different. Mm-hmm. Then they have other ones that kind of delve down into the unisex or dare we say ladies range. But um yeah, it's like thirty six millimeters, something like that too. I think now. But yeah, they definitely have some more some more feminine versions and some more mid sized versions. But um. But either way, you know, you can pick whatever you like. More options, always better. Um, I've got uh, the next of my vanilla picks, and it's not necessarily vanilla, this model, but the the overall model is. Um, I've spoken at length about the Hamilton Khaki. I enjoy it. I think it's great. Um, it's <laughs> definitely an awesome starter watch. However, I think most people are not super familiar. I think I think people are very familiar with the sort of vintage inspired one. And then that extends out to, you know, you have a black case, you have um, a sand colorway. Yep. Not many people are familiar with the very plain army green khaki mechanic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And this but the is, dial's different though, right? Right. It is. And that's what makes yeah. it kind of different, kind of special, kind of cool. And I'll read you the, the serial for people who don't know which one I'm talking about. It's H. Six nine four one nine three six three, and it's got just a very subtly different layout. It has a date at three for starters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's this just shade of army green, and it's got white indices, white hands. Yeah, it's very plain, but that's what I like about it. I, I think it's it's a little bit more of a fun and uh, youthful version of the khaki. I think that I think the khaki that we all think of is, is just a little bit extra in the military department where this yeah. one, I think gets away with being more casual and just versatile as far as wearability goes. Um, so I think if I was going to buy a watch like this for somebody, I think this is a great all arounder. I think it's a can't miss watch, but also this sort of leans away from a military look. So again, if you, mm-hmm. if you're maybe 
going out at night and you want to dress a little better, I think you can get away with this a little bit more than if you're having, uh, you know, the the cream markers and yeah, and the yeah. the sort of the the um patinaed military watch look. But this is, you know, like I said, it's it's not an exciting pick. It's maybe not a sexy pick, but it's one that this is this is always a rendition of this watch that I've liked a lot. And despite the fact that I have the other ones, um, you know, this is sort of a an off the beaten Hamilton khaki. Yeah, and I'm and I'm pretty sure that this was actually the previous generation. It was the one right before the ones that we know now. It's kind of like the collector's khakis, if you will. Yeah, they were definitely around when that one came out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So this one, this one reminds me more of like those like late nineties, early two thousand collabs with like LL Bean yes. or Orvis or like it was like this watch with a different company logo on it. You know what I mean? Um, and it's so cool. It's very simple, as you said. You know, very low profile, and 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 you still get a little bit of the militaristic aspects here. But I, I consider this one more of like a field watch than I do like a military watch. Yeah. Um, maybe because um, the other one you get like the straight up Vietnam era markers and hands and stuff right, like that. That's which, exactly what I thought, which I love. I think it's my favorite version of the khaki. Um, but this one is a little bit more, a little bit more stealthy, a little bit more ubiquitous. Obviously, you get the functionality of being a military or field watch without all of like the glowing. Hey, I really love military field watches. Um, if that can be a, a determining factor here. But I think it's a solid pick. Uh, very easy to wear. There was also a black dial version too um, that came on a tan strap. Uh, both solid choices. So if you can find one of these floating out there, um, they're they're very good. Otherwise, specs are basically the same. This is going to have a little bit older movement generation, but still going to retain that 38 millimeter case that everyone knows and loves. So there you go. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going a different direction. Um, I wanted to do something for somebody that was a little bit more edgy. You know, if I'm shopping for a grad that you know maybe they're they're going into tech or they're going into finance or they need something that's a little bit more of a statement piece without something that's going to show off you know, or show up the bosses, you know, um, I wanted to do something that would be a little bit more of a, maybe passion project is the wrong way to describe it, but something that would be a little bit more interesting visually. So I decided to go look at our, at our, at our friends over at Timex. Now, again, you know, I avoided all the usual suspects, right? The cues and things Bro, like that. If because you take, th- if you take my last pick, I'm going to have, an issue here but continue okay <laughs> oh man well you and i think we think we think so well and so alike uh that maybe i did I, and i didn't know it um but this is a watch that came out a couple of years back and it was done in collaboration with a unique designer uh the I, ha- named- I have the watch on my screen right now on my phone keep going <laughs> the watch is a collaboration between Timex and Giorgio Gali. This is the S1 uh, in the black dial variation. 
It comes in at $450. It's obviously a Timex branded timepiece, uh, but it's really in, in inspired and designed out of the Timex uh, design studio and really designed by this, this gentleman here. Um, I love it because it's classic. It's a good 38 millimeter. It has a slightly more upgraded movement for, for an automatic than, uh, than your standard Timex fare. Um, it comes like kind of on a sporty, like Silicon band as well. It just looks cool. It's refined. This is kind of like the architect, the, the, the engineers type watch for me, especially at this price point. Um, I think it's a very stylish, uh, a stylish watch. And I think uh, when you look at some of the design photos, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Comes in a few different variations. There's a gold tone one now. There's a matte black one now. But this one is just visually interesting, very industrial, but in a good way. Um, it's got kind of a skeletonized lug set on the side profile of the case. It's good. It's so good. It's $450. Um, I think it would be a very cool choice for anybody going into or graduating from some type of design or something like that. Yeah, it's I'm definitely sorry, no, no. You didn't, you didn't get me. You were close. I, I was, okay, I okay, was all sure, right. I don't I feel so sure bad. you were about to do it, but I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, yeah, no, this watch is very cool in the way that uh, it's sort of got a very modern twist to it. It's yep. sort of the futuristic vibe. Um, dare I say European vibes, uh, in a good yeah. way. That's not a slight. It's just, uh, in the same way you think of, uh, a Euro sports car, sort of the, the rounded edges and just the, a, a lot going on in that industrial look that you were talking about. It, something about it just screams that, uh, that Euro architectural look to me. And, um, yeah, it just seems elegant. It seems neat. I, I think Timex is a, a brand that everybody knows and that, um, you know, I don't think anybody would necessarily turn their nose up at it with regards to what you were talking about as far as work goes and things like that. But I think it, it gives you something interesting within that realm and at a pretty decent price point, you're getting an automatic there also, which mm -hmm. is nice. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's a winner. I and I think a lot of people have sort of come around on that watch since it came out. Um, yeah, when it when it first dropped, I didn't really know where to place it when it came out. It was kind of something that they they weren't really doing, and I was like, "What what what are we doing here?" Especially because yeah. they were having success with the things like the Q and the fun stuff, mm -hmm, and then this was mm -hmm. a little more serious. But yeah, um, but I appreciate it. I don't know how well they sell, to be honest with you. I, I've never really seen one or or knows. Uh, or know of anybody that owns one. Yeah. But, you know, I do know that the movements are upgraded. Like, it's not your standard Timex. Um, it's got a different movement set. You know, it's got a different design. You know, sapphire crystal, things like that. So there's higher quality componentry here on this particular watch versus the the other stuff that's uh, that's out there. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to say, like you, when these were announced, I'm like, wait. Okay, this is obviously a, a threshold above. But is it too far? You know what I mean. Like, where where is the 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 design going with with something like this? And uh, I'm happy to say that they're in their second edition, so maybe it's going somewhere. Yeah, um, I like it. I've really been tempted to buy one myself for a while because I think it's just super cool. All right, so you had me up until um, pretty much up until Giorgio Gali. 
because uh, <laughs> because okay. I, I thought for sure when you said designer, you were going to say Todd Snyder. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, I found a watch that is significantly cheaper than Mr. Giorgio, but this is the Todd Snyder Sky King. Uh, it's a Mark One. It's a chronograph. If you've seen it, it's got the uh, 6912 configuration, and it's a 42-millimeter semi-military-looking watch, I guess I'll say. Uh, but it's cool. It's a, it, you know, it's a chronograph. It's got um, an interesting dial layout. I mean, just they, they give you a, a choice of a black dial or an orange dial. I like the orange personally. I think it's playful. I think it's it's pretty cool for a younger dude. I think if I was going to buy a watch for myself at that age, this would be something I would be looking at. Um, you know, interesting package, but it's just w- what you're getting here for the $178 is exactly what I would need, right? It's, you're getting an acrylic crystal. You're going to get, uh, you know, 50 meters water resistance, which again, for me at that age is plenty. And you're just getting a nice beat around watch. And that's all I yeah, really wanted. Yeah. And so that's why I, I've always kind of seen this and I, other people have kind of mentioned it to me. Like, what do you think of these? And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm intrigued. I don't really know what to think. And I've never, yeah. never played with them. I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a quartz chronograph, but I think it's neat. I think it's a cool little watch comes on a little olive strap. This is, this is what I would want as a, a young 20 year old kid, because I know I'm big on not having to worry about it. I don't want to worry about thrashing something that's nice. I don't want to have to worry about, oh, this was a gift. Uh, but you know what? If somebody gives me a $178 Timex that, you know, I could fiddle with the pushers, have some fun with it. I'm not going to feel too bad if it's got a few marks on it. So, right, right. You know, this is, this is what I would be looking for at that uh, age range. The black one's cool too, though. Black one, you got a black case and an orange second hand. So, <laughs> I mean, how could you not like that one? Little, uh, little Orfina vibes, huh? Little, uh, little Ultraman vibe. Yeah. <laughs> not quite a black watch, but the orange second hand for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I like you, man. It's a good pick. I think it was one of the ones I was talking about on the last episode. Could have it was been. kind of like a runner runner up honorable mention. Regardless, I think it's a good pick. Timex just really does come up with a lot of great stuff. And and I hope, you know, all the listeners out there that do listen to us, and we talk about Timex a lot because we actually do like them. Um, we actually do like their products and we have all owned several different Timexes uh throughout our collecting journey. Because why not, right? For the most part, they're very inexpensive, and and you can switch them out and and play around and really have a lot of fun with with those different things. Um, but I have to say, you know, it's it's uh, it's good to have something like a Timex in your collection, and I think it really does keep you grounded, especially if you're getting into watches for the first time. This is a timepiece collection that really can can make sense. And I've always told people, you know, that are getting into watches, you can really collect at any price point you just have to tell me what that price point is and i will help you find something cool that you know you can feel comfortable wearing to a meetup for your first time you know and 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 this is just another one of those things it's like it may not be the most expensive watch in the world but it's something that 
you know, somebody with watch clout that understands kind of the the headspace that is watches is going to help you find and and that way you don't embarrass yourself, right? Like it's a it's a great pick in that in that sense. Yeah, and and what I like about what they do is is uh, exactly what I had a gripe with when Seiko had somebody new take over, and they said the problem with this brand is that they make everything for everyone and by doing that they make nothing for nobody basically or something along those lines Mm -hmm. some weird convoluted statement but i'm like no they make plenty of stuff and you can always find something you like and that's exactly what timex does that's exactly what i've always liked about seiko and so i was i didn't want to be hearing any of that mess um but timex does that very very well yeah i mean again it's just it's a great old American brand for a reason. I mean, a lot of their stuff is is cool, um, specifically for that. How many more picks do you have? Um, that was more or less it. Okay. Uh, you know, I've had some just some randos that are like honorable mention. You know, like an Echo Drive, uh, Pro Master Diver. Like, how could you go wrong with that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Two hundred bucks, perfect beater. So, so um. I, I picked this this watch here, which again coincidentally is also another Timex. Um specifically because this watch to me just reminds me of my own time in college and, and my own time graduating. Um a good buddy of mine who listens to the podcast will know exactly what I'm talking about, but uh he kind of introduced me into this world of like fashion and different like preppy clothes and things like that during during our collegiate years together. Um and this collaboration came out just recently, and I was like, you know what? I almost had to buy this watch because of the of the nostalgia that it makes me feel. And this is the Timex and Brooks Brothers collaboration, which just happened recently. It's a Timex Marlin, um, and it's I don't know if I saw it's it. got a full Roman numeral dial, and it has the old school Brooks Brothers logo on it, which is the little sheep being held up in the air with the ribbon. And I just think it's so, so corny, but so kitschy and cool. And I love the fact that it comes with two straps. So this one's like kind of like a more dressy option with like a black calfskin. And the other one's kind of like a striped, like regimental style NATO, which we know is very popular, you know, in the preppy circuit. Um, all these regimental striped watches. Oh, it's an LE. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like three hundred and fifty bucks. There's a there's a steel case one and there's a gold case one, and like to me, I don't know. Like this is just kind of like a more sophisticated version of like a rowing blazers, you know? Like you know, I was gonna uh, make, when you said preppy clothes, I was I was gonna say Tomix doesn't make rowing blazers. No, 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 no. It's just like <laughs> with this, but like when we're, we're rowing blazers is almost comical at this point. Like they do things for like the 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 shock and awe factor. Yeah, you're you know, right. Brooks, about Brothers that. Is, Brooks Brothers has always been a very classic traditional brand, uh, an American brand, right? And they've been around forever. Now they've had their pitfalls and things like that over the years, but this is a watch that really reminds me of a simpler time. You know, being in college, you know, you know, wearing preppy things, kind of the fraternity wardrobe and all that stuff. And I used to, I used to try to save as much money as I could and go and go buy a shirt or two from Brooks Brothers. Um, and I enjoyed that experience. And uh, like I said, a good buddy of mine who does listen to this podcast weekly, um, I'm sure he'll be he'll be smiling because you know he and I did some things together 
uh, where this was kind of a focus for us when we were in college. And it's just, it's just kind of fun. I just like to watch. Um, I love the history of, of the, of the two brands, especially two American brands. And I like the fact that this is a little bit different take on the Marlin. So it's kind of silly. Um, but you know, if you have, a, if you have somebody that's going to more of a preppy, you know, Ivy league school and you're looking at getting them something a little bit more simple, uh, maybe this is the way to go. Well, it's definitely a great watch if you're trying to rush, right? <laughs> right. If, true. if you're about to rush, I think I think it's a good watch for you. You know, whether I don't yeah. know, I don't know what the kids are doing these days. If you're calling it, I I always remember. The, I'm pretty sure if you're rushing these days, you probably need a diver. I'm <laughs> just saying that the fraternity <laughs> dudes would get upset if you call it a frat. Yeah, that's they true. Would say, do you call your country a? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I, I so, always used to say that myself. Yeah, so yeah I, know. I know. I've been there. I'm sure they're still saying that. But um, but yeah, I think this is this is a, a solid, you know, you gotta go, you gotta get your tie on and uh go meet up at uh the student union. I think this is a solid pick. Um uh, but this more than anything, I think this is a uh this is a risk cheese radio pick because it's it's something that's just not that conventional, probably overlooked. Maybe a lot of people didn't even see it. Heck, I didn't even see this. I didn't I didn't even yeah. catch this, you know. So, you know, it's something that that's kind of what we do. We we shed light on things that are sort of interesting and weird. I mean, you look at some of the stuff we mentioned as far as um, you know, silly things like resin Seikos, and all of a sudden people start talking <laughs> also, about we're getting a lot of messages about resin Seikos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I left uh Numero uno off the the new release list. Uh, Oris has a purple Aquas. Hello. Uh, yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've been talking about purple watches. How do we forget that one? Here they are. <laughs> Coming in. But anyway, circle. you know, it's it, it just one more thing that we we've sort of mentioned on here that have. We're not. I'm not trying to say we started that, but just it's uh, it's just things we notice, and then maybe they become a little more prevalent, and it's like, oh yeah, but like. Maybe did people didn't notice purple was coming on. Maybe people didn't notice, you know, that pink or red were coming on in years past, or just whatever it might be. Black watches, just trends, and, and whether it be a watch model or something that's going on, you know, it's. I think it's yeah. part of what we we probably do best is we we seem to notice these things and and bring it to light for people to weigh in on. Yeah, more or less. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think this pick sort of goes along with all that, and it it'll uh, you know Brooks Brothers is not a not a slouch brand overall. So I think mm-hmm. if you're wearing it, you know what is somebody going to say to you? Yeah, you and, I, and I know Brooks and I know that up. Brooks Brothers has 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 done the whole watch line before in the past to to a massive failure. I know that, but I think in this way they did it right by partnering with somebody who specializes in that. Yeah, you know it's not a it's not a household label type situation where like oh this is the Brooks Brothers watch like no this is a Timex and Brooks Brothers collaboration which I think is better and I just love um, I've always loved the little sheep logo I just think it's so cool um, and I just love that it says Timex automatic and it has the little sheep if you know nothing about Brooks Brothers you'll know have no idea what the hell this logo is it's just it's not what you would expect. So I also think that's why it's kind of cool because it's like it's a little under the radar. Like if you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, my friend. Um, anything else on your end? So I think I have one more that I was kind of saving because I just didn't know ultimately like what our price point cap would be. Um, but I figured, you know, if we were going to do something a little bit more elevated in price point, then we should probably bring, you know, something a little bit, you know, nicer, more upscale, but still well within reason. Uh, so I wanted to do kind of in my in my opinion the ultimate graduation watch, which is I think which is a Nomus Club. Um, I think you know that the brand has really marketed themselves with this collection over the years as a very popular graduation piece. I mean, hell, they'll engrave it for you on the website. Yeah, if whatever you wanted to say, so you can you know send a special message to your grad or or whatever it is for their for their accomplishment. Um, I think it's it's uh, it's very cool. It was funny last week. I was traveling, and I was riding on one of those like moving like floor escalators. Like they don't yeah, go up, but they like go the one at the the big uh airports. yeah big airport terminals. So you can go faster. And I was on this long one, and like me and this guy were literally passing together. And I saw his Nomos club, and I'm like, "Hey, nice Nomos." He's like, "Thanks, man." And, like we were just like it was weird. It was such a movie moment. But I just saw it, and I was like, I recognize it right away because he had one of these sporty club dials, and uh, he obviously could, you know, was very proud of it. But it was just one of those things, like a super quick interaction. But I think this watch is such a cool one for that reason. You know, it's not very expensive. Most of the clubs, you know, outside of the uh, the the automatics and the date version models, they're they're fifteen hundred dollars U.S. Now, some of the more recent ones with bracelets and crazy stuff, okay, they're around $3,000. I get it. That's pushing it probably for a gift. But I think you know, for a student that's that's graduating uh, with a cool message on the back and a very sophisticated watch that they can wear with a suit, you know, with drinks out with colleagues or friends, I think the club could could certainly be that. Yeah, I can't fault you there. I mean, like I said, I... I just approach this from the angle of keeping the price relatively low and pretty beater ish. But if you're going to go up the ladder a little bit, I think for all the reasons we talked about at the top of the show, Nomos is a clear winner there. I mean, they have everything from, you know, watches at whatever it might be, 14, 1500 bucks up well beyond that. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're still going to get the same quality piece at the $1,500 level as you will at the three, $4,000 level. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. their stuff is just good through and through. I mean, the, the time I spent with the the pink one was nothing but great. I was very impressed with the watch. I really enjoyed it. It was super slim, super lightweight. Um, it makes you really appreciate the details and the um, effort that they put in to sort of be their own brand, you know, and that that's yeah, what I like yeah. about them. I really do. Yeah, it's again, it's one of those watch collectors watch brands. Like yeah, I, people... I've really found myself being attracted to them more and more and more. And it's mostly yeah. because they're not they're not like anybody else. Yeah, they're not really like anybody else. And they're not a walking advertisement and they're not, you know, trying to pretend like uh you know, just all the hoopla that you, you see day to day in marketing schemes and in ads and campaigns it, it just it gets very tiresome at times i don't know but i i just i appreciate that that is not them 
Yeah, I am with you 100%. 100%. Very cool company. Yeah. But that's it, man. That's all I got. Yeah, that's mostly all I have, too. Again, like I said, I had some sort of vague runner-up-ish type things. I mentioned the Citizen Promaster Echo Drive. Again, it's too, like 200 bucks beater. You can't beat it as far as, you know, great rushing watch if you need waterproofness, right? I mean, we're just talking about that. <laughs> great keg mm-hmm. stand watch. Um, but, yeah, I mean, again, I I, I, I actually try to stay away from Seiko because I, I talk about them too much. <laughs> Although they, they, I figured you would try to do that. They, yeah, they fit they fit the bill pretty well here, but I just tried to um, steer clear of that because I, I like to bring some fresh stuff. I like to not always just you know uh, beat down on the same exact thing. So uh, you know, try to have some fun with this one. It's a fun topic, but again, uh, sort of one of those topics that goes off the rails quickly as far as uh, yep most when most go into this one. So I thought we we try to keep it a little real as we do on this show. And uh yeah, that's pretty much it. So episode 84 in the books, 85 next week. We'll see you all then. Take care, guys. Later.